You're listening. You're listening to a University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. College of Arts and Sciences podcast. During the 2014 fall semester, we met with new faculty hires in the College of Arts and Sciences. This series of podcasts introduces them, their research, and their interests. In this interview, we talked to Brenna Bird, a member of the Department of Modern and Classical Languages, Literatures, and Cultures. I'm Brenna Bird. I am assistant professor in Modern and Classical Languages, Literatures, and Cultures. What is your main area of focus and research? Yeah, so my main area of research focus is culture and language, language and society, and how that plays out both in the language every, around us every day. In, for example, I research migrant language and youth language in Germany, such as Turkish-German uh, hip-hop language and how language plays an important role as far as the identity of certain people and as far as putting forward a hip-hop identity and, and what kinds of language, what kinds of words do you use, what kinds of accents indicate certain types of group loyalty or identity, masculinity, um, etc. And the other thing that I look at is how language and society interact within a language learning classroom within the second language, within a second language acquisition, and how your understanding of the target, the target culture, your understanding of your own culture, how that all plays out when you're trying to learn a new language. What drew you to this position and your new department at UK? Or what, what drew me to my initial position was the job description. I originally applied uh, for a lecturer position and it was also the TA coordinator position and the kinds of things that they were looking for. They wanted somebody who could teach a bunch of different things and that's kind of me. I'm a, a, a Jill of all trades. When I read the job description I just thought that's me. Cool. And uh, there weren't that many jobs that year that I really thought that's me but this one definitely and so when I got to the interview I wasn't even nervous. I, I really felt like this was this was my position and the other the my colleagues my now colleagues at the time they also treated it like it was just a conversation and we got along so well and we were laughing and I, I had such a great time that I really I wasn't even thinking of it as a job interview and I really left excited and when I came to visit here I also I'd never heard anything about Kentucky before I moved here I had no clue I knew Kentucky Fried Chicken that's all I knew and um I was really impressed with the landscape and the people and have to say I was also really impressed with the food. My colleagues did a really good job of taking me to all the good restaurants um, so that coming from Los Angeles I wasn't going to feel like I was missing out. Yeah, I really I really liked the location. I liked the colleagues. I still really get along with my colleagues and I think that's something that a lot of us in the department feel, but I really like coming to work. I like the people around me. And that that is a lot. That means a lot. How do you hope to advance your research and interest at UK? Many different ways. Um, I really like collaborating with my colleagues. I think that's really cool. And um, I love it when I get to teach a course that is also in my research field. So whenever I get to teach 
while I'm teaching them, I'm also thinking about the research myself because then they ask really interesting questions and I think, oh yeah, I never thought of it that way. Let me look at that. And so I always think that whenever I have to teach something, I get back into it. I get really engaged with it. And so um, teaching is the one thing. Collaborating with my colleagues is another way that I really get into uh, the research. I tend to be a lot more of a, a dynamic, uh, collaborative person. And so for me, that, that's been very important for my career is um, being in an environment where I can go next door and say, hey, what do you think about this? And not not have the door shut in my face. What are some research projects that are on the horizon? This spring, I have a I have an article in Cambridge Companion coming out. It's a Cambridge Companion to Hip Hop, and um, that should be out this spring. I specifically talk about Turkish German hip hop, and just kind of do the history and the, the significance. My colleague and I, Jeff Rogers, were working on a chapter in a volume on integrating the arts within the language, the foreign language curriculum. And I'm also, I've got a, a chapter and a compilation on using computer-mediated communication in sociolinguistic analysis. And so basically what that means is how do you take conversations that you might find in online, on Twitter, etc., and how do you analyze language using this medium? What is something unique about yourself, a hobby, talent, or special interest? I am a very good mimic. Uh, it helps with karaoke, it helps with learning languages, and it helps with telling funny stories. I am such a good mimic that I tend to take on gestures and facial expressions of the people that I'm mimicking to the point that it can actually get embarrassing. I don't mean to do it, but when I'm trying to conjure up someone, I will, I will even shift my body, my posture, I will shift my face uh, in this way that makes me feel like I am that person, which like I said, it comes in handy with learning languages. I can, you can give me any language and I can usually repeat it back within one, one go, pitch perfect, exactly. And uh, which is why I'm so interested in sounds because my specific field of linguistics uh, is phonology and phonetics and I really like sounds. Anything that you might like to add? I'm out of questions. So anything that comes to mind afterwards? Or mm, ah, <laughs> um, a parting note. <laughs> Everyone should take my Germanic mythology course because it's about Thor. And that's really interesting. I mean, Thor is, for me, an interesting character because out of all of the superheroes that are popular right now, how many of them used to be gods? This is really interesting. And Stan Lee wrote a, a little... Um, in uh, the latest reissues of, of the Marvel comics, um, the introduction of Thor, they did a reissue of the comics. Stanley has an introduction where he talks about why did he choose Thor? And I find it kind of fascinating. And, and somebody was saying that the, somebody was telling him, he heard somewhere on the radio that comics and superheroes were our modern day mythology. And that really rang true for him. And he was like, yeah, okay. So if this is our modern day mythology, where do I look for a new superhero? I'm going to look at 
older mythologies. And he said, oh, everybody knows Greek mythology, but not that many people know Norse mythology. And he looked up and he, th- he found Thor and he thought, this guy is cool. All of the other liberties he takes <laughs> with the mythologies are really interesting. But um, what I think is kind of fascinating is what aspects of Thor from the 13th century tellings, the medieval tellings, what kinds of aspects of Thor are maintained and why? What is it about Thor that we still like? Because the original Thor was not a superhero. Um, That's a very, very long-winded way to say you should take Germanic mythology because it's about Thor and Loki and magical creatures and magical swords and magical horses and wolves and all kinds of fun stuff. Thank you for listening, and thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Department of Modern and Classical Languages, Literatures, and Cultures for making this podcast possible.